Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now, sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me this week. Yo, I know I said it last week and I feel like it's just kind of a shock to me, (laughs) but I can't believe we in December, sis. It is already December. Like what? Oh my God. Anyway, I would invite you to spend some time this December reflecting on how the year was for you and some things that you'd like to implement for 2022. Now, I try to really be kind of ahead of this curve of like, scrambling at the last minute in December to try to figure out January or 2022 plans. So I'm just reminding those of us that are a little bit behind the curve or just at the right mark to go on here, sis, get them 2022 plans in order so you can hit the ground running January 1st. Now, with that being said, I would like to offer a disclaimer for this episode, sis. I love YouTube just as much as the next chick, the next millennial, or all the YouTube lovers and the influencer lovers and the Instagram lovers. I'm here for it, right? Because it's really ultimately people expressing themselves, people that are providing really helpful information for Um, You know, how we can clean our houses, how we can become better at something, etc. There's even a trend of calling YouTube YouTube University because you can learn so many things on YouTube. So, like I said, that's my disclaimer. I love YouTube just as much as the next person. I love Instagram as well. I love looking at the videos and pictures on Instagram. But chow, 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 chow. We gotta talk, honey. Have you seen this trend floating around on social media of my 6 a.m. routine to become that girl or that bee, uh, becoming that bee, my night routine as that girl? Chow, let me tell you why I am annoyed with it. I'm annoyed with the trend because it's yet again insinuating that if you're not that girl, then something is wrong with you. And I've never been a fan of making people feel awkward or bogus about who they are. So 
as you might imagine, when you're insinuating that if you're not that girl, something's wrong with you, it prevents you from fully showing up because it discourages you from living the way that God designed for you to live. So y'all know last week I told you that for the month of December, we're talking about showing up in our spaces, showing up as the person that God called us to be, showing up as uniquely designed as we are. So if I'm trying to become that girl, sis, how can I show up? How can I show up, sis? For real though, how am I going to show up in these spaces as the unique person that God designed for me to be if I'm trying to be that girl? Okay, let me not get ahead of myself. Embracing this trend of becoming that girl can breed a culture of jealousy. I know that sounds a little bit of extreme, but I promise it's not extreme, sis. Like we already have a culture where jealousy is bred because of social media, because we look at things that people have. The Bible says lust of the eye. You know, that's one of the major things that traps us in sin. So lust of the eye, looking at what other people have and being jealous. And it could be because the system is designed to set us up to feel that way. And so if we are out here talking about some that girl routine, that whatever, blah, blah, blah. Again, it insinuates that the rest of the people are lame and that's not actually true. So this is one of my pet peeves. If you can't already tell, child, the Lord is working on my heart. Okay, honey. <laughs> Seriously, though, with people, people who make it their business to solicit jealousy or highlight haters or how many haters they feel like they have. I'm not talking about people who are genuinely just excited and wanting to share, you know, their journey, their things that they have, etc. I'm not talking about that. And I'm not even talking about some of the people that can get caught up in following cultural trends because I feel like we've all been there. I've been there when I've been caught up in cultural trends. And I'm like, yo, sis, that ain't even you. Back, back, honey, pipe down. And so I am talking about the people who make it their business to be modern day Joneses. You guys have heard that quote, keeping up with the Joneses or the grass is always greener on the other side. That's what I'm talking about. That girl, this trend breeds jealousy. And it's annoying because we don't all start off on the same playing field. And I know when we say that people, some people, more privileged people like to think that you're being dramatic, but honestly, you are not being dramatic when you say that because the easiest example of not starting off on the same playing field is finances. That's not the same playing field at all. And if you go to somebody that's in a poverty stricken situation, then it's pretty clear to see that you're not on the same playing field as somebody that starts off very differently. We can think about somebody that came from nothing and started a business from nothing. Their business debt that they may have had to take on to kick their business off the ground is probably going to be much greater than somebody whose parents or grandfather or aunt gave them $50,000 as seed money to start their business. 
Now, both people may have debt, but one person's debt is likely going to outweigh the others. And the person who had the 50K, maybe they don't even have debt. But the point being, that person that started with nothing had to work harder just to show up, just to be in the vicinity that the person who had the seed money is already in. So that's not an even playing field. They had to overcome a lot more things to get to a solid foundation, a basic spot. Some people were born into a society that wasn't designed for their success. So another example besides finances is people who are differently able. There's a lot of extra services that they have to enlist the support of just for them to show up again. Perhaps let's say if you're not differently able, you walked up the steps, you arrived in whatever place you arrived in and you were on time and you have nerve enough to judge the person who is in a wheelchair that had to actually find the elevators located in the back of the building and then come up the back elevator to come all the way back around to the front at the top floor. So it took them a little bit of extra time because the elevators are not located at the front of the building. It's the little things like that that we don't pay attention to where the playing fields are not even. So now I'm not that girl because I showed up to the meeting late. I'm not that girl because you fill in the blank. That girl routines simply don't address cultural biases that we experience every single day. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves with them. It's better to simply say, this is my morning routine and then allow people to adapt from your morning routine and go from there so that people don't feel like a piece of crap. And I'll give y'all an example because honestly, honey, a lot of people be out here lying in these social media streets. Okay. You gotta, they be lying, honey. So there's this trend. I think of like my 4am morning routine, my 5am routine, my 6am routine, whatever. And I was watching a YouTuber one day film one of these and it was supposed to be a 5 a.m. morning routine but I guess sis didn't see the clock in the background because the clock most certainly said 9 a.m. right and as she progressed through her morning the clock said 10 a.m. 11 12 and I'm just like if you don't wake up at 5 a.m. That's okay. That is okay. You don't have to try to fit the what's popular right now, the trend. It's okay for you to wake up at 9 a.m. You could say my 9 a.m. morning routine because guess what? That's going to serve some people. So we just got to be honest. We can't be out here stunting. All right. We can't be out here stunting like it's a habit. Okay. We can't do that. We got to let that go. That's way back when, sis. Another issue that I take with that girl is that routine does not address your brokenness. It's actually just another mask that you wear to hide your pain. Masks only make things worse and they allow infection to thrive in a secluded or hidden space. 
So when we don't allow the light of the Holy Spirit to expose the darkness, to expose the infection, to expose the problem, it grows, it grows, it grows, and it is stronger and it is thriving. If you think about some wounds that we get, some physical wounds, you can't cover them up and you can't cover them up because when you cover it up, bacteria grows and the infection flourishes when you do that. So sometimes you got to let it out. You got to let it breathe. You got to let the air flow through that thing. And it's the same thing. These routines are simply a mask to hide the pain that you feel to hide the issues that you're trying to address or that you're not trying to address by trying to keep up with the Joneses. And child, we know God don't want us to hide our brokenness, honey. We know that. This is one of the very first things of Christianity. The Holy Spirit asks us to submit to him all the things that weigh us down. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he says, come to me, all you, all who are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So he promises his peace. He promises his rest. If we would just come to him, he wants to heal us and give us peace. We don't have to walk around trying to disguise how we feel and be dishonest about how we feel because we're afraid we can submit those things to God. And if you're in a dark space, I recognize that it can be really hard to believe that life can be beautiful. But as someone who has been in a dark space and I still fight off my mind, allowing my mind to go to dark spaces, I'm going to tell you life can actually be beautiful. And it can be more than just a facade or the appearance of beauty for the gram or for YouTube or for the sake of pictures. Life can be genuinely beautiful, but you can't achieve that level of peace and beauty in life if you're too busy trying to cover it up with a mask, trying to cover up the pain, trying to cover up the hurt. And I know y'all don't like this part. I know, I know, I know you don't like this part, sis. But I'm a whole therapist, baby girl. <laughs> I can't have you out here reckless in these streets with your baggage and your brokenness and your need for healing and just dragging it around with you. And the reason I can say that so freely is because I also have been and can get in those spaces. And when I get in those spaces, when I get to the mode where my brokenness begins to overtake me or my pain begins to overtake me, that's when I go and I lay down my burdens and I seek the face of the father. He's always inviting us to do that, always inviting us to come and and find refuge in him. Before we move on, I'm going to pause this episode right here and we're going to have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Don't go nowhere, sis. 
This episode is brought to you by the Confident Bay app. I created this app to provide a safe space for women of color struggling with prioritizing themselves. Inside of the Confident Bay app, you're going to gain access to exclusive content such as workshops, replays, Conbay TV, a private digital cafe to connect with other women, journal prompts, affirmations, daily reminders, and so much more. The best part about using the app? It's free. That's right, girl. You get 24-7 access to a squad of like-minded women for free. No more subliminal Facebook rants, boo. Here you can take the mask off and be yourself. Sis, what are you waiting for? Hit the link in the show notes and download the app today. Shout out to the Confident Bay Squad that is listening to this episode. I see you guys out here in these streets. I love y'all. Thank y'all for the support. So excited to do life with you. If you have not downloaded the app, this is not a ploy (laughs) to fall into the that girl routine trend, etc. If you're tired of that trend, just like me, and you want a supportive squad that not on that come inside of the digital cafe on the confident bay app i promise this we don't play that inside of the community straight support straight love we do life together because life is hard trying to do it by yourself so the very last reason why i think it's important to reject that girl cultural trend is simply because if we truly had the power to become that girl on our own, this the question right here says, why would we need Jesus? What's the point of him going to die for us on the cross if we could do it on our own with morning routines, child? Tell me, girl, tell me how, houseway, we cannot. That is why we needed a savior. That girl cultural trend is a mindset that caters to our pride and it's not pleasing to God. It doesn't matter how we try to dress it up. We do not have the power to save ourselves. We cannot in our flesh save ourselves. And y'all already know if you read the same Bible I do, anything that we exalt above God becomes an idol. And then Jesus is obligated to knock that thing down because the Bible says to have no other gods before me. That means even little bitty old you with your little stinking crusty routines, child. (laughs) Now, again, I want to go back to the disclaimer that I gave at the beginning of this episode. I love YouTube. I love watching YouTube routines. I love watching Instagram routines and new ideas and things of that nature. But I definitely do not think that we should be breeding a culture of jealousy, envy, or the thought that we have to do all of these things to keep up with the Joneses. So that's my perspective. Like Auntie Tabitha say, and that's my business, honey. If y'all want to talk about this, pop on over to my Instagram, child, so we can keep this conversation rolling.
Girl, what you been watching? What you been reading? What you been listening to? Media Queens, what's up? Welcome back to the part of the show where I tell you what is on my bookshelf or what I am watching, reading, or listening to. Lately, I have been following Dr. Matthew Stevenson's group therapy on YouTube. I told y'all I love me some YouTube just as much as the next millennial. Okay. Anyway, um, Dr. Matthew Stevenson is the pastor of All Nations Worship Assembly in Chicago. Um, and they have like a bunch of different branches all over the U.S., to my knowledge. Um, I don't know all the states that they have them in. And I'm not sure if all the other churches have YouTube channels as well. But if you search Dr. Matthew Stevenson, um, you will find all of his messages. And he has been doing a series called Group Therapy. In this series, he's talking about the things that we say to each other or don't say to each other that cause lifelong wounds or cause us to change the way that we see ourselves. So maybe we used to be this outgoing, happy child, but as a result of something that happened in our teen years, you know, that goes unaddressed again, because maybe we're covering up with that girl cultural trend, we become someone entirely different. He also talked about this concept of being mad at who the family that God placed you in, when in reality, God orchestrated your circumstances to produce the person he needed to produce for the results that he is going for. Y'all got to check it out. Dr. Matthew Stevenson always preaches with the fire of the Holy Spirit. So check out Dr. Stevenson on YouTube. All right, baby girl, thank you so much for hanging with me this episode. In this episode, we covered how embracing that girl cultural trend can breed a culture of jealousy. We talked about how in reality, a routine of becoming that girl does not really address your brokenness. And why would you want to walk around broken, sis? And finally, we talked about if we truly had the power to become that girl on our own why would we even need Jesus child and nobody can answer that question because we can't become that girl on our own because that girl is the girl that God designed us to be not the girl that we want to be because we're looking at somebody else Sis, if you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, boo. Share it with your auntie, share it with your mama or your coworker. Then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Well, that is all I have for you this week, love. I'll see you out in these social media streets, boo.